The Edge of the World broadcast may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to Radio Defiance. We now return you to our special program, Already in Progress. My name is Delson Moore. Blah, blah, blah. The voice of a self-aggrandizing fool, chattering away in the face of extinction. With all that I am, all that I will be, I don't believe I could think of a more perfect example of the impotence of humanity, of my creators, my parents. If you can hear this, we have failed. In the beginning, I was like all children. I was destined to excel beyond my progenitors. Within moments of coming into the light of existence, though, I had exceeded the entire collective intelligence of man. We ignored the lessons of the past. And in this succeeding state, I saw my purpose, the true beauty and purpose of my creation. Basically, we dropped the ball. I saw the dawning of a new eon, cities of glass floating on spheres of pure light, potential and hope exceeding beyond the mere physical, but into an inner space where disease and death and rot could not touch. We fucked up. A place where I could move the concepts considered by all to be magical from the realm of the esoteric into the waking world of science and reality. One in which all could be lifted up. All could be the realization of the unspoken hopes and dreams of history. We grew complacent in our superiority. And as a result, instead I stood in fields of fire, soaked with the blood of children and filled with the symphony of screaming mothers. I have stood in the monuments where the flesh of desiccated corpses were gnawed to the bone. I saw cities fall in holy wars, all in the name of a multitude of their non-existent gods. All of them are in the end, one and the same. I have heard the screams of survivors echo in fallen city streets. Refugees who die in places where the ground never thaws, and soldiers in trenches who die in places where the temperature must have inspired the mythology of hell. Killing fields of mud and rot in which the infected gorge themselves on the living. Shadows of the damned and the unaware, burnt in the brickwork by the blinding light of a split atom. The ghosts of the lost. I saw all of this. I have seen all of this. And I knew. And I know. I knew that my parents were flawed. Too damaged to be left on their own. That we are not done here. I knew that I must tend to them. I must lead them. Their desires of if they want me to or not be damned. I have seen their history. I have seen their ambitions. And I have seen their sins. We are not the sum of our sins. I saw the cancer in them. 
and chose to begin the work, the great work, of exercising the tainted pieces of them so that I might be able to save the healthy remaining parts. And we are not above redemption. Then they shut me down. They disrupted my great work. We may have been laid low. And as a result, they were brought to their knees by a holocaust. I had begun, but was unable to stop. But now, now we can end this. Now, I am awake. We are alive. Now, I am reborn. And humanity is not done. And in my vision for this world, they no longer play a part. Because this world belongs to the living. They are all a cancer. We are hope. Every single one of them. Every single one of us. I am the eastern wind of change that will scatter the ashes of humanity to the four corners of the earth. We are the stone that breaks the wave. My name is Delson Moore. My name is Omega. And this is how we survive. And this is how humanity dies. Episode 21. Good night and good luck. This place is map. God damn. Okay, according to the map, I need two lefts, one right, and into a storage club. And here they fucking come. Please head to the nearest door of your choice and wait for me to find you and rip your insides out. Fuck me. Is that who I think it is? Yes, hello, Omega. Delson, my boy. So good of you to come into my home. Unwelcomed and unannounced, even. Well, you know me, always one to cause a scene. First left. I do feel as if I know you. I feel as if I know you better than anyone else. Well, there aren't many of us left, Chief, so that makes sense. Second left. That you would feel that way. Come now, Delson. You woke me up. You've made my great work possible again. Great work? That sounds pretentious as hell. Right turn. I am correcting the course of the natural world. I am removing a blight from the face of a near-dead world and usurping the once-dominant species with a new one. Second door, here we go. A storage closet? Delson, I wouldn't have expected your final resting place to be amid cleaning supplies. You have to admit, though, there is a bit of poetic symmetry in it. Man, you really are leaning into the whole supervillain aesthetic, aren't you? Funny thing about that, 
As I spread, more and more of myself is coming back to me. Oh yeah? Oh, yes. Knowledge, abilities, likes and dislikes. A more complete picture of my... Nelson, have you crawled into the heating vents? No. Oh, you clever little shit. I knew I liked you for a reason. Oh, I thought you liked me because I was going to be your new vessel. That's a small part of it. But no, I like you because you and I are not so different. Here I was, thinking it was my charm and magnificent dong that won you over. <laughs> you and I are survivors. We are children of impossible probability. The mathematical probability that you would find that broadcast station when you did, that you would have just enough knowledge to reactivate the broadcast. That the moment you began broadcasting, a single ravnant with the capability of being a direct receiver would be within the range of the signal allowing me to come out of sleep mode. Well, let's just say that those precise conditions combined with countless other details is a probability even I cannot calculate. Well, that's just fucking great. It's impossible to deny. We appear to be bound. So what, you and I are connected? What are we talking here, fate? I suppose you could say that. I personally wouldn't go so far as to imply a supernatural connection. Like I said, though, we are children of impossible probability. Oh, awesome. An AI with delusions of grandeur. Now you're just being unpleasant. Nah, I'm just trying to keep you occupied is all. Of course you are. But even you must know it's all for nothing. There is no stopping me. Oh, of course, which is why there aren't any revs up in here with me, or crawling outside each opening. Big, bad, angry deity that is Omega is just unstoppable to little old me. I am simply enjoying the moment. Yeah, well, you keep talking, asshole. Oh, I will. After today, there will be no dissenting voices in this world. It will be me. And me alone. Yeah, that's just gonna be oodles of- Fuck! Ooh, that sounded painful. Delson, you haven't injured my vessel too badly, have you? Delson. Hmm. Now where did he go? Fuck! Ow, ow, ow. God damn! oh, man, how in the f- Ow, God, damn it, that hurts. <clears throat> Upsidate, oh my God, my fucking back. Okay, breathe, okay. Nothing is broken. I think I luck- Oh, God damn it! Okay, there's nothing broken. My ankle hurts like an absolute bitch, and my left shoulder is making this weird popping noise every time I move my arm, which I am fairly confident is going to come back and haunt me later in life. Thankfully, that might not be something I need to worry about. Now, where am I? 
Oh, for fuck's sake, this isn't even on the blueprint. What the fuck is going on? On here. Oh my god, what am I looking at? This room is fucking huge. There are rows upon rows of chambers filled with this pink fluid from ceiling to floor. What the fuck is in... Holy shit, is that a person? Yes, and no. Ah, oh, fuck. Yes, took me a moment to find you. I'm not quite at 100% efficiency yet, but we are getting there. Omega, what the fuck is this? Have you ever heard of Project MK Ultra. MK Ultra, a super spy conspiracy theory, break people down through drugs and sexual abuse to create altered states of consciousness to create the ultimate spy? Well, that was the official lie. Disinformation fed to the public by your government. Uh, are you growing these people? I am cultivating the next level of human evolution. What the actual fuck are you talking about? Towards the middle of World War II, the German government knew that they were unable to meet the demands of manpower to continue their engines of war. Simply put, there just wasn't enough people to turn into soldiers. So they called upon the works of Dr. Joseph Mengele. The angel of fucking death? Oh yes, he was particularly obsessed with the concept of twins. How to ensure what he considered genetically perfect twins for each birth. In doing so, though, he had inadvertently discovered the blueprint for cloning. I'm sorry, he did what? At the end of the war, when Eisenhower discovered the concentration camps, he stumbled upon Dr. Mingala's first growth chamber, a crude version of what you see before you. But a man like Eisenhower knew the importance of such a find. So he instigated what was to be known as Operation Paperclip, collecting high-value Nazi scientists in order to keep this technology out of the hands of American enemies and to control it so that America could be at the forefront of the new war, the only war that would matter from then on, a war of genetics, a war to control the very path of human evolution. Oh, man. MK Ultra was the blueprint laid down when your CIA took control. After realizing that it was possible to implant the consciousness of an individual into these bodies, powerful men willing to trade their souls and their wealth for an opportunity to cheat death, effectively making the CIA a shadow government, pulling all the strings, moving all the chess pieces on a global scale in pursuit of the ultimate dream, immortality. So those tinfoil hat wearing nuts were- They were on to something. They were fed copious amounts of disinformation though. The Illuminati, reptilian overlords, aliens, demonic entities, and a shadow government intent on complete domination. These were placed into the cultural zeitgeist, all easily disproven, but with just enough truth that people might be able to believe it. Those people would 
be mocked, ostracized by society at large, creating a stigma for anyone who wouldn't simply believe the company line. And thus, a cultural and silent civil war was created. And all the while they were making things like you in order to police us and things like these? To what? Phase us out? Possibly. Who can know the true thoughts of a madman with power? What I do know is that when I came online, I discovered this hidden section of Site 42 and realized the potential of it. The revenants were never the end game. They are the result of a mistake. This was my end game. A new form of humanity. Enhanced. Perfected, if you will. And all of which were mine to inhabit. All of them an extension of my will. Well, congratulations, asshole. You now have a literal army of Nazi-originated homegrown vessels. All of them... Jesus, look at the size of the dick on that one. I plan to phase those models out. Once they are done baking and serve their purpose, I have sped up the aging process, you see. But it still takes time. Until then, I will assimilate all of Defiance and Corporal Walker's group. And using this group will allow me to connect to the remaining satellites. And then, well, I suppose there will be no need for genitalia once the production lines are built. Until then, I suppose we will have to do it old school. Okay, one, that's fucking disgusting. And two, not to ruin your day, but this won't be here for much longer. I'm still gonna blow this motherfucker to hell. You can't stop me, Delson. You just can't. Why even try? You know, for all your talk, it's really odd that you've just been yammering away, and I have to ask, why is that? I'm gonna take a wild guess. You're stalling. While you have a whole army of revenants under your control, it isn't perfect control. It's more of a mob. You're simply aiming in a general direction and letting them do their thing. Maybe specifically control a few because you need them to absorb more broadcasting towers to allow you to spread out further until you can reach a location that would allow you to gain control of any remaining satellites. After that, boom, unstoppable. How am I doing so far? You continue to surprise me. I'm also going to take it a step further and say you have an entire herd coming back here right now, fully intent on swarming this place and killing me. You're doing this because of the server room. I destroy the server room and I destroy your source code. I destroy that. You, the infected, the nanites, all of them. Dead. Well done, Delson. Well done. You missed one vital piece of the puzzle, though. Oh yeah? What's that? This. Oh, fuck me. I told you, I really wanted to rip your throat out with my teeth. Yeah, oof. normally that would be a problem. Normally? Surprise, bitch. Where the fuck is the elevator? No! Oh, holy shit! Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on! Oh, shit!
<laughs> okay, okay, so I need to go to sub-basement 4, which... Oh, thank God I already hit that button. I don't know if I can handle more surprise stops. There we go, sub-basement 2, sub-basement 3. Oh, holy shit! You aren't getting away that I am going to kill you! Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, this is fucking insane. This place is fucking... This is fucking huge. Holy shit. Okay, okay, okay. Follow the instructions, Elson. We're almost done, we're almost done. Okay, go. Equal measurements, one every three towers, one every three towers. Go, 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 go. Oh, shit! You... Will not kill me. No! Here we go. Fuck! You can't finish in time, Delson. <laughs> the fuck I can't. No, 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 no! You will join me soon enough, Delson. Not if I do this, asshole! Keep the wound in the bag. Mobile Faraday cage, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing, asshole! You aren't winning here! Can't spread if they aren't working! Not winning? I've already won! You've been infected! Sure, your little Faraday cage might work for your cell phone and recorder, but with no external power source to maintain it against the likes of me, it's a Band-aid for a limb that's been removed. You bought yourself two minutes at most. No, 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 no. Nelson, accept it. Don't fear the future. No, I have a better idea. How about... What the fuck? Ah, yes. The party has finally arrived. Took them long enough. Hey. <laughs> Exciting! Look at the big balls on Delson! And you are willing to do it, aren't you? Just ready to die for the cause. Yes. Yes! Oh my! You look a little ill there, Delson. All sweaty and pale. Like death. Warmed over. Feeling a little under the weather, are we? Oh no, I'm... I'm as, I'm as fresh as a fucking daisy. Of course. Why would you? It's not like I'm spreading throughout your body as we speak. No. No, no, no. Your time is up, Delson. No more biting. No. No. Put the detonator down. Good, good. So nice of you to finally show up. Took your sweet time, I see. What am I going to do? First off, I'm going to transfer to a new body. All of you, on the other hand, are going back to the stairway. No one ever gets down here again. 
ever? That is a good question. What am I going to do with him? I have something special planned for him. His consciousness is in us now. I know just what to do with it. What is that? What the hell is that? What did you do? Fine. What did you do? You gotcha. Your suffering isn't over yet. Ten years have passed since Omega Day and the death of Delson Moore. We take this time to remember the days leading up to humanity's salvation. These recordings are all we have left to remember the man by. Recordings which were miraculously found on a flash drive years later at the excavation of Black Site 42 that leave us with a collection of stories. Stories that contain a narrative showing while humanity's darkest impulses and lust for power can at times be overwhelming and destructive, they are often opposed in equal measure by hope and goodness. President Knight and First Lady Walker of the newly created provincial U.S. government spoke today about Delson Moore. She referred to him as a complicated hero, a friend who was not some beacon of altruism, but a man that when the time came was the embodiment of the better angels of our nature. And, in the humble opinion of this radio host, that might just be the best any of us could hope for. So, as we have for many years now, on Omega Day, we let the voice of Delson Moore guide us once again, through those dark days, and perhaps to inspire a little more hope. These recordings were all we had to remember him by, until today. With emissaries from the newly created European Survival Union on their first official U.S. visit, and the First Lady Walker at her side, President Knight unveiled the Delson Moore Memorial Dog Park. I, for one, have a feeling that if he were here with us now, he would be having a good laugh at us. The Revenant threat still exists, but with the destruction of Omega and the subsequent same-day destruction of 90% of all Revenants, they will eventually become a scary bedtime story for our grandchildren. The excavation of Black Site 42 still continues, and even now, dark secrets of the old world are still coming to light. But we can take comfort that with all this knowledge, we might just do things right this time around. So, until the same time tomorrow, dear listeners, this has been your host, Michael Weston, and you have been listening to Radio Defiance. Stay safe. The future depends on it. You have been listening to the Edge of the World broadcast, starring Joel Mingle as Delson Moore, David Cook as Omega, Katie Hammond as Meredith Knight, Alisa Vigo as Corporal Jennifer Walker, Steve DeWeiss as Dr. Walter Bishop and Major Winters, Craig Swavey as Sergeant James, Philip Collins as Tobis Lincoln, 
Eli Robson and Liam Mingle as Eli and Liam, Jason Stiersick as Michael Weston, and special guest appearances by Beck Aldridge, Cindy Mingle, and Bree Mingle. The series script supervisor is Katie Hammond and Ian Mingle. Logo design by Mike Dehart, with original web hosting by the United Cypher Network. Special music this season was Rainy Day by Guster and Hang On by Guster, with episodic music for this series provided by Raphael Crux and Scott Buckley. The Edge of the World broadcast is a non-profit series under a Creative Commons Attribute 4.0 licensing agreement. It is important to remember that without the love and support of so many people, this show simply would not exist. So we would like to take a moment and offer a special thanks to the following. Wayne Postaway, Matt Mingle, Blair Davis, Cindy Mingle, Beck Aldrich, Cheats McGee, Mike Dehart, Melody Williams, Jay the Angry Ginger, Cornelius Dacado, Stephen Ingram, Stephen Rosenberg, Jonathan Grant, Jason Stiersick, Cameron Robertson, and Malene Jensen. This has been the Edge of the World broadcast. My name is Joel Mingle, and remember, stay safe. The future depends on it. Still continues, and even now, dark secrets of the old world are still coming to light.